because I know where you hid the diamonds. I said what I said. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. I'm looking for my denim. We're back. Hello. Backstreet's back. Hi. What's, what's a better way to say we're back? We're back. That's it. Okay. Hello. It is Thursday afternoon. Not our typical Tuesday afternoon, but, you know, we're doing it. We're doing what we can. We were going to do it on Tuesday, and then he pissed me off, so we didn't do it. Little bit of a, what do you call it? Spat. Okay. Yeah. Little bit of a disagreement, but um, I say, hey, use it. No. No! No! God! All right. It's me, Justin. It's you. Justin. Right. Same name. Same. Same everything. Same everything. We're the same. That's right, and we're coming right off of our, hey, guess what kind of music we listen to episode, which I'm assuming people enjoyed. If not, that's okay. It's the only time it's going to happen, so you don't have to worry about hearing that again. Yeah, I don't know if people did or not. We'll see. I mean, we've gotten a lot of good responses from... Not lately. Come on, you guys suck. No, no, people are... I mean, how many times can you expect people to pat you on the back but every day no the same amount of people are listening and that's cool i'm kidding we appreciate it very much but if you do want to you can go to the apple podcast app and rate and review and whatever or just say hi even if you don't want to do that just leave or a message send us an email too yeah or a dm or whatever that's right um we haven't gotten any new emails so if you have any questions we or want only us to got talk a about handful anything, anyway to begin with and that's appreciative still because like Thank I said you. from the beginning, I had no idea people would be interested. So it's very cool. But just remember, if you have anything that we've talked about that you want us to go further into detail on or things that you've been thinking about that you want to hear our perspective on, then, God. I mean, I don't know what we can do for you. <laughs> we are I can't do anything. Two really uneducated sorry. people. Besides just um, try not to ramble and then insert a bunch of sound clips. That's my favorite part. Um, the editing, but we are going to kick it off right now, right away with our one last thing. Something from last episode that we feel like we left out or we wanted to touch base on and completely wrap it up. And, um, I said during the music part that I first started off by saying that we have always listened to the same style of music. And then like 30 seconds later, immediately said, I used to listen to something completely different than this. So I don't know why I felt the need to lie to you guys. <laughs> but um, I was, that was just, I don't know what I was saying there. And then also there was a, later in that segment, I I mentioned that uh, none of the music we listen to sounds similar to itself, like it's all over the place. But as I was editing it, I realized that it's pretty much all the same sounding stuff. And I don't know where I got that from either. I guess yeah. I wanted to sound cooler than I am, right? Probably. Because if you listen to everything, it kind of all had a really... Um, obvious through line it's all like kind of sad melancholy sounding stuff with like big crescendos and some of it is different but a lot of it is the same most of it was like the same sounding so you know i tried to get some cool points there but it's all the same thing um my one last thing from last week that we kind of brushed over quickly more quickly than i would have liked is the band cigaros all right right we like them a lot (laughs) <laughs> right, they played a bigger role in the early stages of our relationship than we let on because we had to get through it. But they were huge for us. And we saw them play live in, I think it was 2000, 
night Gosh, at the I Greek Theater. At the Greek Theater, yeah, Greek it was awesome theater. there too because it's an outdoor venue. Mm -hmm. With lots of trees around it and it was cool and that's all I wanted to say. I remember on the way there we kept thinking we were, we were lost even though there's no way we could have been. We were going where the directions told us to go, but because it was up in the mountain, it felt like, or it just felt like we were, we had to have been going the wrong way. And then all of a sudden, like, it cleared and we were there, and it was the coolest venue ever, but we also thought we were late. I don't know, I was panicking. Well, and the way that they have you park your cars there is very strange. They're literally side by side and front to back, so everyone is boxed in. Mm-hmm. And it made me super nervous, like, what if we need to leave for whatever reason and we can't because of the way the parking system is? It, it was so bizarre, but by the time the show was over, it worked and, and it was fine. So. And it was awesome, but it took us so long to park. And then when we came, when we finally got parked and we got out of the car, as we started walking towards the, um, the stage, the mm -hmm. entrance, you could hear one of their songs playing. And I thought for certain we had showing up late but it turns out they were just playing one of their songs like over the intercom or yeah. over the, the house speakers as like an interlude between the last band and them so we made it it was incredible except there was like a guy sitting right in front of us who was hammered and i don't know he, i don't know if he thought he was going to be seeing van halen or something but he was way too amped up for this type of show but yeah he was like metal horns in the air and like woohooing the whole time it's like not that kind of band dude but who are we to judge but i judged his ass the whole time i will judge you all <laughs> night long it was weird but then at first i was like this guy's gonna ruin it for us and then we just decided just to you know have fun with it and be like this guy thinks this is dave matthews band i hate to see his face when he sees it's not anything like that it was fun their music was just huge for us for me anyways it was, yeah. I think we kind of got and it into was, them. And it was that we used their music in our wedding. Oh, yeah, a ton of it. Mm -hmm. And just like, I think the, the, when we first started hanging out was right around when I figured out who they were, too. So I remember, like, driving to your house, listening to their album that I had just got, and, like, getting to your house, and we're like, oh, have you, like, gotten into track four yet? Because it's incredible. And then we would talk about it. And then we'd watch Lost or something. Oh, Lost. Yes. Oh, maybe we'll do an, a, the same type of episode, or at least the same kind of segment, but with TV like shows TV shows or movies. We can do one for movies, and we can do one for TV shows. Two separate episodes? Two separate segments. So like on oh, one episode, okay. we'll do TV. You do like 20 minutes right. of TV. The other one, 20 minutes of movies. And the other one will be 20 minutes of musical theater. And that'll be a 20-minute moment of silence, because I really <laughs> don't care. I, I like that. Do it. I'm dying. All right, let's talk about what these kids are doing. Ugh. What are they doing? Well, I mean, where do we start with the little one here? Well, we're recording on a Friday night, which we typically don't. Never. Never. First time. We usually do it Tuesday or Thursday when the kids are at their grandparents' house, but we, I was not feeling it on Tuesday or Thursday. We tried no. both days, and I was in a terrible mood. And all the blame could be pointed at, well, let's say 90% of the blame could be pointed at the kids. And I'll take the other 10%. No. No. The kids have been pushing all of my buttons lately. And and so I've just been so irritated. That's why we named her and Olive. Because we knew she'd push all of the buttons. Hey, yeah, that works. That's And that's true. She has been. She has been my demon child lately. Oh. Um, lately, 
And by lately, we mean since like month three of being born. Yeah. She was, we thought Blake was going to be the hard one. And it turns out all has been such a handful. It's been insane. Well, yeah. I mean, with our second, my plan was for her to be like my helper child. The my, one to keep you sane. my, yeah, she was supposed to be my one that helps me and my calm one. And that did not happen. No, she's, um, yeah, Blake is the Blake way, is, Blake is the calm one. She is super well calm. Yeah. Well, yeah, well-mannered, like, well easygoing. <laughs> Seems well-adjusted. Seems well-adjusted. Easygoing, um, goes with the flow, just the Olive most perfect child. Olive is the one that's almost, child. that's always, like, on the boiling point of just one thing goes wrong, and it's a meltdown. It's day ex- after day. It's all day long, just explosion after explosion and by the end of the day i'm just totally like yeah losing it i feel bad seeing you how bad you're feeling at the end of the day for because i mean how long how patient can you be how many times can you say please stop or try to explain something that you want done or not done you know in a calm for example (laughs) we're recording this lose it for example we we're recording this and it's nine fifteen, and the kids go to bed at like eight thirty. at the latest she's not asleep she's in here right now watching us well she's playing with the cat she's refusing to go to sleep and i'm i'm gonna lose it she's whatever refusing at this to point i don't care we are by it um yeah. But this is her routine though like yeah blake is so she loves a routine and, like, she likes going to bed. So, like, she'll ask to go to bed almost every night. Unless she's really into something on TV, then we'll have to convince her, like, it's time to wrap it up. But we brush her teeth, put her in bed, read her, like, three books, sing well, her a song. Her, and her routine consists of, like, doing the bed stuff with just you, not me. Just me, yeah. So, Like, if sh- I'm in there when she is doing all of her, like, bedtime ritual stuff, meaning, mm-hmm. like, with books and everything, she is, like... Bye, mom. Good night, mom. Yes, like, like get and, and has now. told me like, can you get out, please? Oh yeah, and she's been more rude about it in the past, but yeah, we've had she's to ask her like, more mean about it. hey, you need to at least be polite if you're gonna ask someone to get out of the room. Bye, mom. Because it used to just be like, get out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I brush her teeth. Uh huh. Um, put her in bed. Has to have her pillows in the exact same spot every night, but she's not crazy about it it's just oh i like those there and if you move them then she's it just like, makes uh-uh, her feel uh-uh. comfortable yeah i need my pillows or where's my pillow uh and then we do that i read her three books it's two books of her choosing well two different books a night and then the third one always has to be the same book which is it's called animally and it's, you know it by heart i could recite it by heart i've been able to for like two We've years because yeah. i've been doing this since she was like two years old mm-hmm. maybe two and a half and she's almost eight now same routine every night. Um, you know what? We should get another book of Animal Aid just in case that one. Well, it's already being craps. held together by yeah. like masking tape right. at this point. But then you All read the third routine. book. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. it's still going. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I know. Book. Yes. You read the third book, get up, turn off the light, lay back down, sing um, Twinkle Twinkle, give her three kisses on the head, tell her the same like goodbye. What? Tell her the same like good night mantra every okay. time, and then I yeah. leave. And then she's probably asleep before I. She's probably asleep before I leave the room because mm-hmm. it's just she loves 
bedtime. She, she loves doesn't mind. It, all of, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> all of we have kind of, we, we try to, but it's like. Olive is a mystery. She really is. She, I don't understand I, it. We've kind of given up on doing <laughs> a, a routine with her because she won't stay in bed. She just physically will not stay in her bed. So like she's been like this since day one. Terrible. Terrible sleeper. Terrible. Terrible. Person. And then did no. She- <laughs> <laughs> so when she turned two, basically on her birthday, she started sleeping in her own room. Yeah. And it and it was all night long. Wait, it was- she slept in our room until two. Basis. You mean through the night? Through the night. Yeah. Sorry. Through the night. And then right when she turned three, like a week before, she literally. decided. Yeah. Like literally a week before she decided she didn't want to be sleeping anymore or she needed us to like put her to sleep to the point where it was I just insane. I mean, it insane. was back to like having a newborn. Yeah. Except she weighed like 50 pounds. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Or and like then 40 pounds, whatever. And then she didn't want to be in her room at all. She wanted to be in our bed, which fine, but she like thrashes like crazy. And you, you are a very like you need your um, specifics well, kind of too. And the you thing sleep, is with her, like, like I, she's exactly how I was as a kid. I think she's her <clears throat> sort of things mother. are are even more heightened than mine. But I was the same way. I was just so bouncing off the walls you know even through bedtime of course i wouldn't i would have never been able would have been allowed or afforded like the freedom we're giving her to just kind of say okay we understand why you're this way and we're not gonna punish you for it really we're gonna try to work with you and get you to bed so I, she will fall asleep eventually like around 10 but it's in and out out to the family room asking for anything well, multiple that's now, times. But go back to. Like, oh, right. But I was the same, same way, yeah. I think. But uh, me now s- sleeping, yes, I am really weird. I mean, I, I would prefer to just sleep alone. Thank you. So um, she, she wanted to sleep in the bed. I think she was a little over three at this point. Fine, we let her. But you basically were just. She would start in our bed. So she, it wasn't like she was waking up in the middle of the night and then coming in the bed, mm-hmm. kind of like she's doing now. She wanted to start in the bed. So you were just automatically <laughs> sleeping in her bed, in her room. That's right. And oh, she was yeah. coming in our room. And then after a while, we we're like, I don't want to do that because I wanted to lay next to you wild. like a normal person. I've completely <laughs> forgot about that. And then we put the, um, a toddler bed, the mattress on the floor in our mm-hmm. room. And she slept there for a while, a long time. And then in she our didn't room, want to but sleep. on a mattress. Yeah, yeah, in our room, but on the mattress on the floor. And then she slept there for a long time, and then she didn't want to do that after a while. Right. And then I think it was back in our bed for a little bit, and then she started sleeping in her bed for a little we bit. We started doing like... It's been so all, all We're going to at least make you st- start in your room, even though we know she's not going to stay in there. So every night... At some point, usually like between between one and three, sometimes sometimes closer to four, she will come into the room, like tap me on the shoulder. I will get up out of bed, go to her bed. I'm getting mad right now even thinking about it. Try to fall back asleep in there before I have to get up for work in like two hours. And most of the time her bed has, has some level of piss in it because... <laughs> She still wears a diaper at night. Yeah, she wets the bed. I, I wet the bed till I was 12. Cool. Should I cut that out? 
No. Um, no. So uh, she, so her routine now is she'll go to bed. I'm air quoting that going to bed, which right. is basically just going into her room with the light, with a night, not a nightlight, with a lamp on. So with we got the a TV lamp on, on. We have a TV on. I know it's terrible, but we need some sort of sanity. So we let her watch a little bit of TV. Usually she just like, if she hasn't napped at all during the day, and if she does nap, it's usually in the car for like 20 minutes, but that will keep her up Hmm. way later, even if it's just 20 minutes. Even if it's five minutes, I think. Yeah, even if it's five minutes. So she usually just falls asleep in her room with like the light on and the TV on and all this crazy shit. Uh, And then she will come into our bed in the middle of the night but before she even falls asleep she comes out of the room and she wants juice she wants she always says that she's hungry um and she wants like a ton of crap and it i think that is now part of her routine like she doesn't even really want that stuff there's no way this is what she does and she is very very rigid in everything that she does and even in her therapy we're trying to work on that because her flexibility is basically negative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> negative it's, a thousand. Go, well, yeah, she, there's no flexibility. She's just very much like if she sits in one spot to to eat, like she has a place where she eats, she's going to sit there every single time. And if she, and you can't move her. So we're trying to, to break her of stuff like this because she just gets very much like, well, I do this every mm-hmm. single time. This is what I've always done, so I need to do that. And her um, comprehension. I mean, she's she has a Shh. really good comprehension on just about everything, yeah. except for if you're trying to explain, like, if she wants something really bad and you say, well, we'll do that after we do this first. She won't pick up on, we're going to get the thing that you want, but we got to do this first. She'll just melt down. Like, I, I think have to she have it. gets it. She's just so like, she, she just her wants what body she wants. just, yeah, she just wants what she wants. She can't like rationalize. She's going to be getting it, but yeah. it's just, it's a constant and battle and struggle yeah. and it's just, it's very overwhelming, and I fucking hate it. And like I was saying, I feel bad <laughs> because I can see how bad you feel at the end of the day for having to have been hard on her. But and it's I'm like, not hard on her, like no, it's hard just on like her, short but like with her. sometimes I I do feel bad about it. I do get short with her just because I'm not kidding you. It's from when we wake up to when she goes to sleep, and it's just like relentless with all of it. And the to only the point way... where it's like it this sucks and the only way to get her to comply or to you know do as you're asking is to take it to the level where it makes her upset so but you and never, that's like throughout the day right that's and that's, that's not just anything. one time that's the whole entire day we're doing that so there's a lot of i'm sure temptation to just go straight to that mm-hmm. level yeah but you never do you always do like the 10 times of asking her politely 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 again and again until it's like i now i'm having to yell at you to get you to do the simplest thing and then you're crying and now it's like now i feel terrible but and it she's feels just terrible yeah to know that the only way to get you to do what i need you to do is to make you cry you and know? she's just very headstrong and it's just it and it's I a f- hard it's a hard thing to do i don't i'm I'm sure I'm not doing it right. And we're trying to figure everything out still, but you know, and we're doing it every way we can imagine yeah, and that we can find through any resource. Well, I, and the therapy is helping her a lot. 
Um, but uh, it's still hard. Yeah, and it's and hard. It's probably going to be for a while. In all that mix, there's still you and me as people who still have our um, you know hardships that we have to deal with too. So we're she's falling asleep. Um, she's in so here like, and she's falling. Asleep. You know, you can't forget about yourself either. You still have to try to figure out how to take care of yourself during all this as well. So, but and I feel bad because, like I said, she's so much like how I was, and I see things. And then we're going to get into this in a little bit um, through one of the messages we got. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm if I've rubbed off on her. I think it's just like we'll get into the question, which was basically like, how do you guys deal with your anxiety and worrying mm-hmm. about if your kids are? What I feel bad about is yeah. I know she's just how I was. So I, it's like, oh, my, is that because of me? Like, is she having all this trouble? And struggling all this because, like, she has no control over that. This is what I gave her, you know. And I don't. And then no. who gave it to me? Because you can ask my grandparents and say, "Well, your your dad was just as much of a nightmare as you and your brother." And now my kid is like out of control. I mean, she's the sweetest kid, but she just—it's like she just can't control her herself. I guess. She's just like always on ten in every way, like excited, but also angry it's and frustrated and sad and, and everything is just like heightened and it's so exhausting and so you try to jesus i don't know what you try to do you try to encourage well, we try to and, work everything out and we and we, the therapy is helping and yeah and you just do um, what the therapists tell you like okay you work on this when i'm not here do it this way ignore these which we've been doing encourage that these actions so right which you know We've been doing therapy since Blake was three, so it's not like we're new to this, but we kind of are because her and Blake are so different, so mm-hmm. we have to do different things for all of that we didn't necessarily have to do with, right. with Blake. So so it's two different routines, and actually she doesn't yeah. even have a routine because... Well, her routine is this crazy routine that... That's right. That, her it, routine it's, is it's, to be in chaos at all times. Yeah. So it's like, well, that, that, that that's not cool. No, and but she looks really sweet right now. She's laying on the floor, right, she <laughs> right by our feet, and thing. she's asleep. I I know if we just let her stay out there with us, she would fall asleep in like ten minutes on the couch, and then I could. And carry we've her. done that a bunch of times. Yeah, but I mean, but it's, I also want I want her to get into the routine of laying yeah, in your bed want, and you going to, to sleep. Like, go to bed, and, and like I know sister. if we like stopped doing the light and stop doing the tv she'd freak out and i think part of me is worried like will w- blake wake up i don't want blake that's to, another to thing get woken we up. have to always consider like is her thing gonna set back her sister and so that's why we let her get away with some of this stuff because blake's in such a good routine and she's doing so well in school and we don't want to disrupt that. So it's like, if you'll just be quiet, we'll give you this pack of and gummies. it sucks because we'll it's like... We'll let you watch TV. We, it feels like, oh, Blake is doing good and you are getting the scraps. Sorry. Well, That's because, what it feels like and I feel awful about that. But all of it in other areas that Blake yeah. is really still struggling with. So yeah. it's, it's a weird thing. One of the most significant bummers of my lifetime. But also trying to realize that she is still only five. That's true, too. And she looks like a seven-year-old. Yeah, she's a massive beast. And um, trying to chill out 
if she's going nuts because she is only five and I forget that a lot mm. and I should just in, just try to encourage every positive thing she does and don't grade too harshly on mm-hmm. the things that she's struggling on all right cool that'll kind of take us into the question or the message that we got it's my email so the message says how do you guys try to live normal lives with anxiety and mental health issues while having kids i have anxiety and i'm worried that my son might feel my anxious vibe and start feeling the same way worried or worried i mean take it however (laughs) you want it we can talk about that later but um so that's a great question and it's uh something i am terrified of and think about all the time but i think it's good first of all that you're aware of it because i think that's probably the case for a lot of people and they're not aware of it that might just be Mm -hmm. you know the reality they're living in and they're not willing to admit it or they just have too little self-awareness to know that it's something to be cautious of so i think the fact that you're you know thinking about the fact that you're anxious about it is probably a good thing like that's something that's you should be concerned about. I mean, a healthy concern because right. you don't obviously don't want any of your negative qualities to rub off on your kids. But the fact that you are thinking about it, I think, is a good sign that you're doing the right thing. But how do we do it? How do I do that? I think I'm being very clear what I'm asking. Oh yeah, how do you think the best way to approach that, or when you're in the moment? It's hard for me because when I'm in the moment, I'm in, the, in moment. the moment and I yeah. can't think of anything else um, and I'm sure it does rub off on them I try to hold it together but sometimes when I get r- super anxious I get really irritable not irritable bowel syndrome that's me that's you yeah, I don't mean to brag but uh, I've got irritable bowel syndrome I just get kind of like short and just irritable I've been trying to check myself with that, which just means lots of deep breaths and more sporadic moments to myself throughout the day, which is kind of impossible, but... Yeah, I hope not sporadically. It's necessary, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of impossible because I already... I have a kid with me at all times. And that's why you're being pushed to the limits because it's necessary but it's impossible. Yeah, but just like this past week or so, um, my anxiety has been like insane again, and it hasn't been this bad. Well, it wasn't too bad today, but the re- earlier in the week, it was just extremely bad. Like it hasn't been that bad for a long time to where it just feels like someone is suffocating you, and also you just want to explode close to panic attack but not full-blown yeah definitely like fight-or-flight feeling at all times which is just exhausting um and i'm sure they get that vibe from me but in those situations i can't really do much unfortunately i've been having to have my mom help again with like the driving um which sucks and i hate having help like that but with all of just being really she's an anxious person too i think by kind of nature it's it's out of control her anxiety her anxiety is really crazy and um she's very amped up and just frustrated and there's a lot of screaming and yelling and it kind of like 
amps me up to where my anxiety just gets to be too much. So I have to have my mom help me in the mornings taking, we'll take the kids to school or we'll take Blake to school because if not, Olive is usually screaming and crying about something and it's just, even talking about it right now, it just makes mm-hmm. me, Ay. Yeah, I can sense that. And mm-hmm. I, when I, and I know exactly how that feels because anytime I start talking about my issues, I will, I'll feel it. Like all of a sudden I can't catch my breath. My chest mm-hmm. seizes up. I, my posture changes. I, yeah. you know, everything. So, so I, even though I am kind of like, ugh, I, not ugh because I'm, it's my mom, but I don't want to have to, of course, you know, nobody wants to have to ask for help like that really, I guess, or at least I don't, but I need it and she's helping me and the kids like seeing her. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. So how do you feel? Do you feel like it rubs off on them sure. or it makes, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with her. It like, does. Is, where I'm does her anxiety sure. come I, from? Like, we feed off of each other. It just yeah. She gets super anxious, and then it makes me super anxious, and then I'm sure it just shoots back to her. And I try not to um, be anxious or let it be seen. And, you know, sometimes I can hide it, but a lot of times I can't if it's super intense. The way my mind works is it's always, it's never good to be in, to work this way except in this scenario where I kind of never respond or react um in the moment or like off the cuff I guess I don't know the the right term to say it now because I'm on the spot of course but like I'm always thinking like five steps ahead or playing out every scenario in my mind like if I say this it'll cause this reaction if I act this way I'll get this reaction yeah so I'm I'm much better with like keeping my cool with them because I'm always thinking, okay, so I know if I say it to the, this way, it's going to get this reaction. And, and this is all happening like split second, but I'm like, I'm always thinking, well, I'm going to say it this way because this is, I know how going to get through them the best, or I'm going to give them this bit of affection or get down on their level. All this is happening like within seconds, but I'm still just thinking always like I these are all the things that are going to happen if I act this way, A, mm-hmm. B, C. So I'll choose like the best one and I can always, almost always like calm them down or do what needs to be done in order to, to get them back to a place they need to be, their emotional state or, you know, whatever. But, um, I wish I were like I that. I mean, most I... people are not like that. And in any other scenario, that's a terrible way to think because it's just like intrusive looping thoughts, you know, it's like uh-huh. obsessive thoughts, which, I think maybe in the next episode we'll get into like all of our terrible shitty hangups that we have for mental health stuff because I would mm. love to go down that path maybe. That'll because, be a series. But it's the one time where like my ridiculous what's the term? It's like um catastrophizing mm-hmm. or like I guess so. But you're just like planning ahead for like future terrible things. So I've <laughs> I'm um, like if I I can't have like a normal conversation with somebody because that requires you to just like react to what's whatever's being said in the moment in the like right not, I, I can't i i just i've never been able to i've never been able to just think of something to say on the spot even with this like i have to write down everything i want to say at least semi-detailed bullet points or something or else i won't in the moment be able to recall a memory or a thought like if you'd ask me on the spot what's your favorite lyric 
or movie or anything. Lyric? I don't, I, I don't know. know. I, I can't think of that on I, the spot. I, couldn't, I, my, I would never be able to think of what the answer is because the entire time I'd be thinking, okay, I hope I don't forget. I hope I can remember. I hope I don't say something and then regret it and wish I'd said something later. I hope I'm not taking too long. I hope they like the answer I give, etc. And I can never access the answer because my brain is too busy worrying about all the dreadful scenarios. We'll, we'll, you know, I'm pumping the brakes. We'll get into that another time. Yeah, you're, you're going <laughs> See, a go. little bit off topic. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on topic, but it's more about the kids. Yeah. So I, I definitely think you have a good thing going with how you are with the kids and how you handle that. I'll I need you. work, but you're good. Good for you. I'll tell you what I do. Again, like one benefit of having like maybe not the upbringing you wanted is there's sometimes bad experiences could be a gift later as an example of what not to do. And I have a lot of examples of how not to be, how I know I don't want to come off to them, how I know I don't want to be perceived by them. Like from day one, I don't want to be their peers. And I ever want to like treat them like peers, like look to them to comfort me or look to them to like fix my problems. But I also want to be their friend and I don't want them to ever fear me. I don't want them to ever shudder when I walk in the room. Basically, I just say, what would I have wanted as a kid in all these scenarios? What was it? What? How did I feel in this scenario when I was a kid? What was the thing that I got from my childhood, my parents, basically? Um, and if it's something that was a traumatic or negative experience, I just tell myself, do the opposite of whatever you experienced. So if when my dad like you see the way the kids react when i come home from work it's just like before i can even get out of the car i can hear them screaming it's like christmas morning yes i can hear them every day that's that i can't imagine anything greater well i I think you would if you (laughs) if you had to leave the house for the day no blake usually gets excited when we pick pick her her up from school yeah but i mean that was not that is not a coincidence that is 100 percent intentional and how I wanted it to be. Because I, I remember when I was a kid, everything got real serious and real tense when dad got home. You know, it was mm-hmm. scary. And everybody was, was like, okay, fun time's over. Don't act up. I mean, and this is not to try to villainize my father in any way. I mean, no. I know he was dealing with probably all the same things I'm dealing with now at my age. Yeah. You know, And he had more kids. So I, can, I com- completely understand how basically he reacted the way his body told him to react he showed the way he was feeling i know that i even if i'm feeling just as shitty and depressed and anxious and stressed out about anything my i'm never gonna let that come through in how i'm parenting my kids Mm -hmm. i'm never gonna snap at them because i feel a certain way it's their needs are always gonna take precedent so yeah, when I pull up and I see them like banging on the glass and like <laughs> trying to beat the door down <laughs> to get out and run to the they car. Are, they, I should record it one day because it's nuts. They, they just, they tackle me and every just single day, dad, you're back. We missed you so much. And all of them be like, I love you. And sometimes she, she goes, you're my best friend. Like she did that two days ago yeah. when I came through the front door. And I was like, I, this is, I don't know what they're going to do. When they're adults, I don't know what they'll succeed at or not. I I don't care. They're going to know that they're the most important thing in the world to me. 
they're never going to have to look back and say, oh, dad was a loose cannon, huh? Yeah. Or like that he made things worse. It's always going to be he made things better. Mm-hmm. And so. Hey, you know what? I agree. As Ditto. hard as it is, like I'll be in my most anxious state. I mean, and you knew last year I was yeah, off the deep end. Bad. But I don't know that mm-hmm. they ever even were aware of it because as hard as it was, I still put on. I a think brave they just thought that you were tired. Sick. Or, or didn't feel good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Daddy doesn't feel good. I, but I don't think it was like a. Um, they felt like they. They were an issue, or like they they weren't affected by it. Or I mean, on the inside, they'll be driving me just as crazy as they'll be driving anybody. But I I will do my best to not always. But I'm never gonna let them think that it's because of them. You know, or if I'm extremely anxious, I'm never gonna act anxious, and that. And that's to my detriment because I'll do that in every aspect of life. So nobody knows me. Nobody knows how I feel or think or my opinions on things. Or Nobody mm-hmm. really knows who I am because I'm always giving them the version that I think they need in order to make them feel better or so that I don't, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I feel you. But it works here because they don't need to be bogged down with my shit. And that's the way I don't, that's the way that I don't rub off on them. But it's inevitable that your characteristics or personality, anxiety, or anything like that is going to have some sort of effect because you're their main caretaker. But it's just the, it's always the question of nature versus nurture, which... Who knows? Who knows if it's more of like environment? Well, I'll say this, you don't, is it nature or nurture? You don't know. I mean, one, one person will say, well, it's... It's nature, it's genetic, it's in your DNA. If your parents have this or are this way, you're going to have some of that. Or or it could be nurture where because of the way your surroundings were around you, it formed or shaped the way you are. But either way, whether it's nature or it's nurture, it's definitely not, it's out of their control, you know? I like to speak for, for myself or like f- from the point of view of the child, if... I have high anxiety or all these other issues. And if it's nature, then it's me- it means because of who my parents are and their DNA and their gen- genetics. And it's just in me. I can't do anything about it. Or is it nurture? The fact that I was in a, not in our situation, of course, but like in an abusive environment or high stress or whatever. Either way, it's not the kid's choice or of their own doing. So like either way, it's out of their hands. Somebody else gave it to them, whether it's in their genetics or it was just from their environment so always try to keep that in mind that like whatever they're doing or feeling it's not because they produced it you know it's coming from somewhere so I always try to be conscious of like if they're really frustrated or seeming like they can't relax and I say try to check myself like okay well how am I making this environment more stressful for them or not a place where they can feel comfortable so it's definitely extremely difficult to try to balance but I always you know a lot of days I can do it and I'm and I'm feel fine but the days that I can't or I just feel like I don't have it to do it genuinely I just try to like tell myself okay well what would like a better father do in this situation and I try to just you know cast myself in that role for that day and say well this is what better dad does and I do it even if it's not what I want to be doing because I'm just not feeling up to it or whatever but I just simply try to tell myself look you might want to be doing this or 
acting out this way or putting this mood or emotion out, but do you care more about you getting to express your feelings or making sure your kids are getting what they deserve and need from you? And then of course those always take precedence. So I just put their needs first and put mine aside and work out my shit later because they will be the judge of that later. You know, as they get older, it's going to be the things we do now in these most impressionable years that are going to shape and define. And, you know, by the time you do get to a place in your life where you have like true self-awareness, the neurons have been fired. You know, your brain has been wired. I don't know why I'm rhyming now. But um, so if you decide you don't want to be the way that you've been groomed or primed to be in your adolescence or whatever, it's going to be, you're going to have to be fighting against your natural instincts, the things that you were over years shaped into. So I don't know. It's tough. I think you're a pretty good dad. Uh, I think so too. And there's nothing else in this world from any time in my life that would ever say I'm, I, I'm good at that and I'll. I'll fight anyone who says different. Well, do you think I'm a pretty good dad? I think you're an amazing dad. And I think, <laughs> I think you're an incredible mom. And I no, think no, no, no. I'm that was a. I no, know. I'm not. You're not letting me get to it. No, that was my I'm not. Closing argument. I'm not fishing for compliments done, here. I know I'm garbage. No, that's couldn't be further from the truth. You're tired because you've had to go above and beyond what anyone could ever imagine they'd have to be asked to do as a mother. Well, I mean, we did not sign up for any of this. I mean, yeah, we signed up for having the kids. <laughs> okay, sure. But we didn't know it was going to come with any of these hardships. And there's a lot of people who's, who have this, or are in the same situation, and they don't do half of the things you've done to ensure that they get the care they need, they get the help and the therapy and looked at by the right people and the rights that they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it were a been up to me, I would have just accepted whatever they told us in the beginning when they said, Blake's going to get 11 hours of therapy a week. I was, oh, cool. And you looked into it and you said, that is horseshit. She needs at least 30 hours a week. And you fought and you fought and you yelled at people on the phone and you told them, I'm not going away until my daughter gets what she deserves. And you can hate me and call me a bitch when I hang up the phone, but my kid is not going to get anything less than the best care so if you want to villainize me and make me out to be this awful mother or awful person i do whatever you want and i'm i could never do that i always just take whatever slops people give me and you know what she got 35 hours she got 35 hours a week (laughs) until we decide until we decided we'll we'll do less now yeah and that was after over two years and she would have never gotten that and she would have never all the other medical stuff, all the other... I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have been too afraid. I would just... I mean, you're doing everything on that end. And I I literally would not have known what to do. I would have just thrown my hands up and said, she's going to not talk. She's going to not do anything. And I would have just... Because that's all, that's all I do is just maintain whatever I'm given, you know? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's another huge detriment to my life, but... And it would have been very detrimental to them, too. But you were just like, I don't care whose head needs to get bit off today. I'm getting what she needs, and I'm getting it now. And I'm like, don't cause an issue, you know. Like, don't. No. you got to see these I... people every day. But you know what? I am learning so much more from you that who who are you? 
who are not you, but like I'm, who are you? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna live my life for you. Like I'm gonna not get what I need so that you can feel better. You would never turn around and give me that same respect. So, I mean, <laughs> it, you gotta get it to you gotta give it to get it. But if I'm not gonna get it, I'm gonna stop giving it, and I'm gonna start taking what I need also at some point, which is something I still need yeah. to definitely learn for myself because that's uh, that. Uh, I think you're always kind of learning that, and and I mean I you know am that's a hard huge thing to do. Into I'll just take whatever you give me, and if it's not enough, I just go. Oh, well, at least you know I don't know. I don't want to argue, and I don't want to have to think about those things. So well, I think like everything that's gone on with the kids, I've definitely learned to become that way. I mean, I w- I don't think I was ever necessarily that way. I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. I mean, I I didn't have to do it, I guess, because some people don't do it. But some people just don't know what don't, to do. Yeah, I was just going to say, some people don't know what they do. Some people don't know what they can do. I mean, the state that you're in is not the state. The for literal the state things, that you live in is not going to tell you. All I'm saying is for all the things that you struggle with that you feel like you can't do and you might be like falling short on, the, the things that you were able to do for them I don't think most people were capable. Like they would have just crumbled or just accepted this, the way things were and said, this is just how it's always going to be. And you did extensive research for so long and fought it, for I, rights. And yeah. Made I think sure it's you kind of the laws threw the me over the edge too, because I went so full force with it that I think it just like, that was part of my like, my own demise as well because it was just like mm-hmm. I went like full speed head first and it was just very intense and I think that was a huge part of like all the anxiety that I started getting I mean I, I've always had anxiety but I think that's when it started getting like really intense and um but I had to do that I, there was no other option I just I wasn't there wasn't going to be another option it's no. been like that for over and they've Five come years. a really long way. Right, but because of because of those things that you set in motion and the things that you made happen for them, but there's been no no respite. I mean, look, we get like an hour and a half of a break a night, and like we said earlier, Olive is interrupting that like every fifteen minutes. So yeah. really, it's not even a break. But we do get breaks. My parents are amazing, and they've helped us forever. Um, and they watch the kids a couple times a week. Thank God, because I would mm-hmm. be dying without Well, them. it allows us to do this. It allows us to do this, but even before this, we would be able to just like zone out on the couch and just hang out with each other, or we could go have an early dinner or like see an early right. movie or, or anything. Like it allowed us to just kind of like take a step back from this kind of like intense life that we live because we weren't doing what a typical family would do and should do which was like get a babysitter yeah you know like often because well we we couldn't couldn't, really we weren't comfortable leaving them with anyone we didn't want to burden anyone with like having to do these extra things that we request with Mm -hmm. them you know well plus it was like the kids Just to name one thing yeah and the kids at the time couldn't um recall anything so it's not like we could be you know how was the night what'd you do are 
did anything happen? Like they wouldn't be able to tell us if anything happened to them. And that was my number one thing where I was like, no, <laughs> no yeah. one's watching them. Right. No one. And it took a while for, I think me to even be like, okay, yeah, my parents can watch them because I was just so like anxious about it. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. I mean, I, honestly, I would have, I was that way regardless of the situation with them. And I don't know where that came from I, I just I don't know I was just really protective of them in that way so I and I also felt like really love to beat myself up and think I'm the worst at things which I've gotten way better at now yeah um thanks to a lot of hip-hop <laughs> if you <laughs> if you hate yourself listen to guys who love themselves right uh truthfully I, I did that i was like i'm feeling shitty and all the music i love just happens to make you feel even shittier like what's something that who are these guys that like I admire because like even though they're super arrogant, they kind of just like you they you never be brought down. And it's like, well, Drake's one of those guys. <laughs> Listen to a lot of Drake, and it's like, yeah, maybe loves ma- Drake. Maybe I could like puff my chest out a little bit too. I don't like to talk when there's nothing else left to say. Well, another question that we did get. Well, what I was gonna finish that up oh, okay, by saying ahead. was that um I would feel like a deadbeat if I would let somebody else watch my kids, even for like two hours. So I had to get over that too, because obviously that's not true. I mean, I don't know if it takes a village, but it takes a couple more than two people. You know, everybody needs to have a break and we would never give ourselves that break. So now we're doing it with the help of family members, which we're finally allowing to help us. Yeah, that was on our own accord. Huh? Let your family help you. Oh, yeah. I mean, we... We're from, so dumb about it. We did everything the wrong way. We accepted no help from anybody. And we we made it way harder on ourselves than it ever needed to be. And as if, like, this is a badge of honor. See how good we're doing at parenting? And it didn't do anything. I mean, it didn't help. It didn't prove anything. It's we, like we didn't... We didn't realize that the best way to be a good parent is to be, to be like, solid yourself first you know like you got to be good and it's like no i'm doing i'm spending every second focusing on them i'm giving everything to them and i'm letting my mental health go down the tubes and my physical health is going down the tubes and but hey my kids but i'm doing it all myself well eventually you're you're gonna go your whole being is gonna go down the tubes and then who and then who's gonna take care of them and it's really hard to get it back i'm still it's not impossible there. like <laughs> i can't there. sleep Right, like I, it I, doesn't matter how long I sleep or. But what whatever. were you? Is that what you were going to say? Because I was gonna. Yeah, that's mention something. We got on that tangent, but I think what a question, the question that we did get was, I think like being special needs parents and how we deal with that, which that could be a whole another episode. Probably. I think so because we're at the hour mark now. What does that mean? That means I I don't want it to go over an hour too much. We do that. We've done it a couple of times. but I know, but I want to give people a chance to actually listen to it. Well, they're not. This will never end. Yeah. Next episode, we'll probably get into deeper of what? Ourselves or that? Um, And then maybe we'll lighten it up after those. Lighten it up with maybe like the TV show thing. We could probably do a couple episodes of our own issues. (laughs) I know. I and mean, does that encompass 
bringing our upbringing as well. I mean, that's part mm, of it. That's part could, of why we are the way we are. You could go back. But yeah, yeah, I guess you could talk about that as who knows, you know, what causes what or, well, yes, some things. I mean, I, I got like a novel of things wrong with me. So <laughs> just just accumulating things over the years. And, and so maybe we can talk about our upbringings and, you know, the earliest memories that we have of, you know, trauma or, I mean, like for example, I remember one. Can I just say a little one really quick? Yeah, of course. My, my very first memory. Um, so it was dark, warm, wet, a sudden burst of light, an intense pressure. Well, you can tell I'm fucking reading. Okay. Start it over. Keep going. No. Push through. I can't. Now okay, intense pressure like I've never felt before. Father dressed in white pulls me forward. Mother bites the cord. Okay, stop that story right now. Stop it. Forever. Basically, yeah. That's disgusting and it doesn't count. Right. Okay. And scene. Yay. So, you know, we'll take you to your lowest point and then we'll bring you back up a little bit. That's how I like to do things. Why did I say that? It's true. Okay. Is it? I don't know. Well, look. We I'm have Olive asleep on the floor right now with the two cats, and it's past 10 o'clock on a Friday night. I could be watching Raising Dion, but instead I'm doing this, so it's pretty I've good. I've been watching it. No, you haven't. I've been like watching it. It's got Jason Ritter, son of... Michael B. Jordan. Michael great. B. doing what? Yeah, he's great. Friday Night Lights. Um, a little movie called Black Panther. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Never. What's that? Creed. Creed sexy as all hell but he's got a weird mouth <laughs> well now i'm gonna have to we'll watch let it slide it. that's it man i'm happy about it uh let's take around on a high note go ahead sing the highest note you can sing oh my god mariah with the uh <laughs> what's that called like her whisper oh. thing i don't know the mariah notes, the note's so high it's just like is there somebody screaming in the far distance or is that that's you you know what we should make a segment and it just be a Mariah Carey segment and just talk about all the weird shit she's done. I'm hoping one day we do get some sort of rhythm going and we have like four or five segments we, we do weekly. We, do, we have the one that's solid. The, um, what's it called? <laughs> the one last thing. Uh-huh. I want to keep, I want to start my like, what are these men doing? Cause oh I mean, yeah, you said that before. But I never... In the moment, I'm so Because we don't know. What the fuck are these men doing? We don't know. They're stupid. They're all dumb. It's not a... You don't have to stand around at the pizza parlor on a Sunday and scream at the television, guys. But they do. So what the hell are these men doing? Oh, I can go on on that Sunday for an hour, but maybe I'll do it another time. You guys won't even want to hear it. No. All right. They're good. That'll wrap it. That'll do it. We're going to get out of here, and, you know, we might start doing this every Friday night, because this is a little bit easier. I don't know. I take it back already. No, it kind of is easier, and Olive's asleep, so it seems like it's fine. We could do that, and then we could just go back to um, watching a movie. (laughs) We used to go to the movie theater. Now we've been doing this shit. All right. So if anybody has made it to the end of this episode, let us know. Should we keep doing it Friday night? And... Um, yeah, should we do, what the hell? They don't care. 
<laughs> I just want to see if somebody gets to the end of these things or not. <laughs> Nobody commented if on you the get music the, part, if so you I'm get, afraid they didn't like it. All right. If you get to the end of this, leave a comment on our latest post or something on our instagram page and hashtag it hey guys just wanted to let you know i did listen to the whole episode jesus that's a little bit long but uh leave a comment of something and let us know and our instagram handle is mom and dad underscore podcast and also if you want to email us for like any questions or whatever it's hello at mom and dad podcast.com that's it. I don't that usually do say it. this part. All right. That'll do me. Thanks. That's what my mom says every time she orders food at the drive-thru, and it makes me want to die. Goodbye. Wild heart.